Yeah, I got a question for that gross thing, whatever it is. Homer. Nah, the green dude. If you're that baby's daddy, where you been at? <laughs> you know, somebody needs to learn your green ass some responsibility. Now hold on, Kang. You can't bully my audience with your fancy ray gun. And now for my final thought. Nobody wins when parents put their petty squabbles above the welfare of a child. Let's hope they put their differences aside and do what's best for Maggie. What the f Get the baby off, son of a Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four-Finger Discount. This week we're here to review Treehouse of Horror 9. I am Dando. I am Mitch. This is kind of like a week off, isn't it? Treehouse uh, of Horrors? It is a little bit, um, but I point out off the top, in case listeners hear some screaming in the background, that uh, Treehouse of Horror episode, we are living in the, well, you are living in the Toothhouse of Horror <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Uh, what do you say, Dando? Uh, little Dando has a couple canines coming through? Uh, I, I get a little confused. He's Mola's got his fangs. Canines. He's yeah, got his first he's got his baby fangs. Through. His yeah. baby legs are soon to come as Only well. Only a matter of time. <laughs> It's um yeah, it's just not fun. He just he woke up about I don't know half an hour ago, and he's just being you, you saw it firsthand. Mm. He'll mm. be happy, smiling, and then just that's why, that's why I don't trust babies. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's going to come next. I, uh, I gave it, you the call. I said I don't know how this is going to go, man. It was it was a thing. So listeners, I got to walk in on like parents obviously love every little bit of development of a baby's life. Um, and the big one that Nicola was keen to show me was that he's able to hold his own spoon now. Oh, feeding himself, yeah. yeah. Um, and what was brilliant is that on cue, where she's like, give him the spoon, he just held it aloft really <laughs> triumphantly, <laughs> like he'd pulled out the sword in the stone. Like Homer of the Inanimate Carbon Rod. Yeah, exactly like that. Um, but the, then By the power of grey skull. And then kind of giggled. And then seconds later, wailing, and I had to leave the room. <laughs> you should, the best part is when, I think he was... Yeah, she was showing my nan, and she passed him the spoon, and he went... And just flung it. Yeah. Miles across the room, splattered on the wall. Yeah. Uh, did I, I don't think I would have told you. I think this happened after our last recording. My friend's got a kid, Evelyn, who is um, two and a bit, but mm. with ridiculously good comic timing. That's really, and she, she's seriously in my head. Like she's, she's got, she's got it over me. Um, we were out for dinner, and she was sort of being the life of the party. Um, it was my friend's birthday, so we we're out for dinner for that. And Evelyn's like playing with everyone and then I wanted to get in on the act. So I'm like, Ev, high five. And then she just gave it the like, retracted her hand with this fucking evil grin, to be perfectly honest. She's like, no. And then she said no. Said flat out no. This is Australia. No <laughs> one rejects a high five in Australia. I don't care. Man, woman, child, baby, retiree. It doesn't matter. And we don't say no. We go, nah, mate. No. Well, that, there's that. But you could be at a funeral and hold your hand up above the casket. Oh, and, yeah. And a corpse will give you a high five in Australia. But this little fucking kid just had none of it. Not even they're too slow. Just none at all. Yeah. No. Just wouldn't touch me. And then later. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a better slap, just a high five. Does she know who you are? Or was this the first time? No, she's met me a few times. Okay, so you know um, the stranger. Then later played the guess which hand game. So, like, you know, she's put something in her Classic. hand. Classic. She's like, which <laughs> one's it in? Uh, she's playing it to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, it's the right. 
And then like, I mean, I was correct. I knew it was in the right hand. But then like, she just gives it this little tiny split second and then, no. I'm like, well, show me the hand. It's like, <laughs> no. And then and the entire the entire table just bur- hits the ground laughter. I was her patsy. Yeah. I was her stooge <laughs> for her to run a fucking comedy routine. So it was like the trivia night. A little bit. <laughs> it was bullshit. It was like a two-year-old. So outsmarting me. Is that where you, you know what it is? Is that where because, you took the piss out of her and downplayed her? And... Well, I was going to say, like it, it, five years ago, it's like I would have just cut her to the bone, <laughs> come out and left her in tears and ruined the party. But I've softened a little in my old age. Hey, kid, you know Santa? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trails of horror nine. So we mentioned at the start, there's not much to these trails of horrors, is there? It's like there's no from a review purpose, no. We can say, oh, rarely... I like this part. This part was funny, and there's very rarely any depth to them. Mm. Um, a little bit to talk about in... Well, I've, I've got about two sentences to talk about in the second segment. The yeah. tiny... Was it Toon something or other? Terror of t- terror in Tiny Toon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which um, kind of cool take on Pleasantville of like getting sucked into the mm. TV. Now, I'm not sure if Pleasantville was the first one to ever do that. I'm sure it wouldn't have been. Yeah. I'm sure there'd be a Twilight Zone episode somewhere that exists along Didn't it happen lines. to Willy Wonka? Didn't the kid get sucked into the TV screen? Um, it wasn't a cartoon, but yeah, it wasn't a cartoon. Jimmy didn't was it Jimmy the cowboy kid? Was it Jimmy? I don't think it was Jimmy. The, the cowboy kid got something. Mike into the TV screen. wasn't that Mike TV. Name? That's his kid. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Now, Jimmy's from fucking HR Puff and stuff. Very. Different. <laughs> they, they, they look. They look. They look similar though. The okay. actors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. HR Puff and stuff does look like an oversized Oompa Loompa as that's, well. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a concept art that came to life. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible show. Like fond memories as a child. But mm. yeah, just don't go back and watch it now. No, I didn't have enough fun memories as a child, but okay. I didn't see it as a young child. I think I was exposed to HR Puff and stuff oh, for yeah. the first time at like nine, and that was enough for yeah. me to be like, oh, no, this is some funky shit that you guys, like, I'm checking out. I um, remember I was more of a fan of Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. I never saw that. Yeah, that, that one was pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, anyway, um, um, I think that one thing about uh, what is generally viewed as the decline or a declining quality of The Simpsons is that the episodes turn into be more wacky concept and premises and very gag-heavy. And while that can drag down some regular season episodes, I think that it actually plays to strengths for Treehouse of Horror in that they don't need to have any greater storyline underneath them. So uh, even to this day, I do tend to find... If I'm going to check into a recent episode, more than likely it'll be a Treehouse of Horror because they play around a little bit more it's kind of cool to see what concepts they might you know it's, it's like sandbox mode basically and do whatever they want it's, it's more or less seeing what they're paying homage to we're mm. doing a parody of i know they're doing a stranger things one in the upcoming yeah, season so I did yeah, that. yeah lisa cool. is 11 it looks like it yeah yeah i thought this is it one, 11 it is 11 in the show yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah. gonna say 13 not seven <laughs> 13 was house 13 was i haven't seen house oh, okay okay anyway uh season but, season four of house he gets a whole bunch of new interns and refuses to give any of them names. He just refers to them by number, by number as he whittles them down to who's going to be like the final three. So you were house. Kind of. In my dream. I, I, yeah. There's no real homages in this Trials of Horror though, I noticed. Um, like the Omega Man or the Shinning and things like that. It's not yeah, like that. well again, so like the second, one, the second one to a degree Kinda, is yeah. Pleasantville. Um, maybe the first one... I, I couldn't think of any. I, it's kind of like... Possessed, you can say like child's play, the doll gets possessed, but that's... Yeah, it's not really... It's 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 nothing at all like that. It felt more like a trop fest horror movie or something Mm. like that. Like Mm. it's... While it's 
original, I also wouldn't be surprised if this existed somewhere in a short film concept or one of those like Tales from the Crypt or something. Like, you know, there are so many of those shows out there that I'm sure they could draw on for inspiration. You couldn't base a movie around this concept, that's for sure. Like a full movie. <laughs> no. Who would you cast though? Who's like a famously bold... Danny DeVito turning evil. Mm-hmm. What about a balding Brendan Fraser wanting his 90s looks back? What? It- just can't have Brendan Fraser. I think Why? we've had this conversation before. You don't like the guy? Never rated him. Oh, okay. I thought he was a good action star in the his 90s. His face is just so goofy. Yeah. But it'll play to his... Like, George of the Jungle that suited him and Ceno Man. That's what they. That's what the, the role needed. Mm. He's a good action hero and you've just referenced in Ceno he was, Man. He was, no, he was really good in The Mummy. Like, I, when I say action hero, I mean family-friendly action comedy. Yeah, okay. Like an Indiana Jones style. He's, yeah. not, he's not Harrison Ford. No, of course not. No, no one is. No. Harrison no Ford isn't even Harrison yeah. Ford anymore. <laughs> but what was your favourite of the, of the three segments? By the um, way, apologies if you can hear the screaming guys. It's just Elliot with teeth, as we mentioned. Um, I liked Hell to Pay. That was my favourite. I did, yeah. I'm, I was trying to think. I, I, I think, yeah, Hell to Pay... Does beat it. Great the title. Second one has good moments, but it's not as good overall. No. Um, sort of. It's really more of a nothing segment. I thought the third one was less. I like that less than what I remember. That was the one that was more memorable to me out of the three from the, the Jerry from the Springer. Outset, yeah, yeah. But, but before the Jerry Springer, not much happens with it. No. Um, and Jerry Springer. There's also a real creepy so, moment in the third where you genuinely think Marge is about to be raped. Raped. And I yeah. wasn't a hundred percent down with that. And she's kind Actually, of. She's I wasn't one hundred percent. I wasn't any percent down with that. But she's kind of raped anyway. I don't think you want to say that you're ninety five percent down with alien rape or even ten percent down. Um, I mean, she kind of is, but in a very yeah, see, it's not very non invasive way. Yeah, yeah, but still, she just gets ray gunned. She gets impregnated against her will. Yeah, the Jerry Springer aspect, though. Mm. I think that's not relevant anymore. No, um, as much as it was fun at the time, it horribly timestamps this episode yeah, now. Really bad. But do you know Jerry Springer? I looked it up. Didn't end until 2018, but it disappeared off oh, the face of the earth. Yeah, completely. Ten years ago in Australia, from, from relevancy. Yeah, well, and maybe in gone. the states, it's still a, it was still a thing, but in Australia, no one airs it anymore. No, but I guess for good reason. It's just not the kind of TV no, you really trash bag TV. But it's it was. I don't know. It was a product of its time, like South Park and things like that were really big at the time. Mm. Even South Park's still going, but does, do people still watch it? A lot of people do, but it's nowhere near as big as it was. It's more no, of a it's cult following now. Well, it's more of a loyal following than yeah. cult following. You don't hear kids talking about South Park anymore yeah. and things like that. I think it's it's too big to be referred to as cult. Yeah, but, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the I would love to know if there's unedited versions of... Or uncensored versions of Jerry Springer. Yeah, there was too hot for TV and things like that. Yeah, yeah. okay. It was like a pay per view. Because the beeping shits me. Oh, Particularly yeah. in Australia, where they'll, like, Australian standards versus American standards when it comes to the FCC, like, even though we don't exactly let everything fly, when they will beep out, like, a goddamn or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, guys. They used to beep that out on the wrestling. You're yeah. Like, I'm your worst goddamn nightmare. I remember what Triple H said it once, and I was like, did he say fuck? What did he say there? Yeah. And then I saw the pay per view and it just played him saying, God damn. And I was like, huh? It's one of those, yeah. So, like, you hear a sentence and then you start plugging in all of the swear words that yeah. you think <laughs> are beepable. And you're like, that, that sentence doesn't make sense no. with, with any of this, with any combination. Yeah. I remember they used to cut out Stone Cold saying, Jesus Christ, as well. Like, Jesus Christ, Vince. Yeah, they would right. cut, they'd beat that out as well. Yeah. yeah. Anything religious related, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so Jerry Springer just, just disappeared. Of the face of the earth, and it just makes this episode feel very old. Hmm. And even the, I don't even really find it that funny anymore. That segment. Um, no, I didn't laugh too much. At most, it was a throwback. I did like 
Jerry calmly pivoting. That was a good part. To his yes. final thought. Final thoughts. That, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, just accepting defeat. Like, you can't do it to all my audience. <laughs> and now for my final thought. Because <laughs> I forgot how funny it was when he used to cut to the final thoughts. Like all this shenanigans yeah. going down. Then he'd try and be like, you know, now I've taught you a valuable lesson here today, viewers. Yeah, it's like no, you didn't, Jerry. <laughs> I thought also thought the violence was a bit toned down in this. I read here that uh, mm-hmm. we're supposed to see Mo. There's going to be more violent. You're going to see, I guess, the heart get ripped out or whatever. You saw, yeah, you saw the heart on in, the thing. Yeah, but Mike Scully requested that they turn it down. I actually thought, in a way, that the point of view was worse. You felt think? like Homer was digging into my own soul when he was chasing a poo. No, when he's when he's getting Mo. Like when it's was, a, like, was a point of view as well. That one, was it? Yeah. Until he until he stabs. Yeah, a point of view from Mo's perspective. From Mo's perspective okay, of you. the yeah, stabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think in previous incarnations. You would have seen more violence. Probably. It wouldn't have worked for the gag with the poop because the, the, the punchline is you see him upside down in the, yeah. in the squishy machine. But I still think you would have seen more violence. How long are you going to let me keep drinking this yeah. for? <laughs> keep drinking. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, the um, itchy and scratchy was as violent as it would normally be. You see a brain get scooped out. It's itchy, because it's itchy and scratchy, it didn't feel right. But ex- except when you're actually in their world, you kind of you look at it differently. You're like, oh, these are actually creatures now. They're yeah. not just a cartoon on the television. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it felt a little worse. What was your favorite moment out of the whole Although three? Although they become... Sorry, I was going to say that they become characters instantly again when he gets his arms chopped off by the saw. Yes. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Um, what was pre- my favorite, pre- reference, by the favorite moment across yeah, the whole thing? across the whole three. Um... You know what? It was really subtle, but I really loved... Uh, who was the guy that they had hosting the deadliest executions? Uh, Ed... Uh, some Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon? Yeah. Um, you said McMahon, I said McMahon. It's McMahon, isn't it? Uh, it depends. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But making his first appearance on our show. Oh, yes. The show, yeah, yeah, Deadliest yeah. Executions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making his first appearance. That was right up there for me. It was pretty cool. There they was got also, their own theme entrance and everything. Yeah. There was also another really good bit of um, joke writing with... And I like it whenever someone's telling a story that's immediately contradicted in what you see. So, Marge saying, without warning, I was abducted. Warning. Warning. Yes. This is an abduction. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. Do you know, they? Um, I didn't realize, but they when they abduct people, it's always in a different way. So the oh, first yeah. one was the beam mm-hmm. of Homer. I think Homer is skill a, tester at one point. Yeah, that, that's in the boat. Yeah, and this one is just a lasso. Mm. Yeah, every time they apparently it's meant to be a running gag, but I just never picked up on it. Too far apart. Yeah, well, it was only two trips as far as ago there. Yeah, but Call even that, like, it's, you know, two seasons, fifty odd episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that was your favorite moment. Mine yeah. was Homer as a hobo. Yeah, I did love Homer as a hobo. <laughs> he really good. looked comfortable. Size Going well. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mama took the batteries. <laughs> I love like that that sort of basic, I think it's 12 bar, but you can do anything oh, in, of course. in the blues like that. It's great. Say something sad, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, with like, Round at Dando's house, Elliot in tears. <laughs> Say I'm round here at Dando's house. Elliot, man, he's crying those tears. <laughs> Elliot's teeth are coming through. Dando ain't get no sleep. <laughs> it's easy. Check those bags under his eyes. <laughs> oh, Lord, try to get some sleep. <laughs> Please give me some sleep, Elliot, tonight. Uh, let's get into some new names. Ah, uh, yeah, sure thing. From this day forward, your names will be... Did you ask for me? <laughs> No, I didn't ask for anyone this one because <laughs> I didn't think because did. of the Treehouse of Horror. Your face is like, ooh. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, uh, Treehouse of Horror. Typically, we haven't done haven't done new names, but let's. Say, Shall we ask them now in the patron group? No, at the end. No, 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 no. 
Because we'll get too many and you'll have like 20 people suggest one for one segment and yeah. no one will suggest it for a third and it becomes chaotic. Because... <laughs> anarchy. Yeah. Because uh, we won't be having much... Try to get some new names. <laughs> 10,000 voices screaming at me. Uh, because we're going to be not doing such an in-depth review, we'll probably do an extended patron mailbag. What do you it definitely extended mailbag because there yeah. were some good questions that came through there. Um, but let's say, uh, let me you want to try and come up with something. Yeah, new away. Um, so what was the first one? It was hell to pay. Hell to pay. Um, oh, home is bad fur day. That works. Yeah. yeah thank you. Uh, second one was what was the name of the second one? Tiny Toon. Terra and Tiny Toon. Unpleasantville. Yeah, that works. work. Yep. And third one was Starship Poopers, Star- which is oh. a good name. It is a good name. Um, close encounters of the explicit kind. Why not? That works. Mm. Yeah, well played. Thank you. That's how quick the brain works. <laughs> Assuming you edited that, it didn't, didn't include the <laughs> twenty-second gap. I'd be really great at theater sports. Uh, okay, it's scenes from a hat. Yes. The whose line is it anyway? Oh, I didn't realize I've got whose line is it anyway uncensored on DVD. I found it there last night. Have you ever watched it? Drew Carey nude behind the desk. I would hope so. <laughs> fat Drew Carey. You're amazing. <laughs> would you rather fat or skinny? Show Drew where everything's Carey? made up and the clothes don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I always kick myself that I never get to go see that show live. My uncle I think actually... it'd be disappointing to see live. You reckon? Yeah. I think because live you'd this. see a lot of things not work. Like yeah, it was a would... heavily edited show. It, yeah, you can even tell some of the edits. Yeah. yeah. Good show, though. Wayne Brady. Brady it was great funny. for its time. Yeah, it was yeah. Next question. You there, eating the paste. I'll go first this week. That'd be excellent if you do, and I'll try to find some trivia while you're coming first. <laughs> what sport did Snake play at uni? Uh, they mention it as he's walking out. Yeah, they out. mention it as he walks out. Think of Stifler. I was going to say lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah, before you gave me the clue. Um, what method of execution was Homer hoping for? Oh, ooh. Nah. Crucifixion. Crucif- of course, because I remember when he said it, I was like, that would be very brutal to watch. Yeah. Next question for me is, what is the slogan of Itchy's police force? Uh, to protect and sever. Well played. What was Homer the hobo eating? Ooh. It, oh, shit. Was it, uh, it wasn't just like a like a Suvlaki kind of thing. Was no. it like a, a wrap? No, no, what was it? No, it's close to your heart. Beans from the can. Of course it was. Just beans beans from straight from the can. <laughs> the best way to eat them. And finally, where does Marge choose? And it, it turns out Homocles does care for beans. <laughs> yes. Where does Marge choose? The alley. The alley. Where? Uh, behind a um, sex theatre. A porn theatre. Yeah, yeah, porn yeah. theatre. Uh, my final one. What herb did Regis think was in the soup? Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no really gives a zing. I have no idea. Cilantro. What did you think of that um, scene? Apparently, it took a long time to, to record and film, and to the point where they had to, the show that was going to use the studio. Where had they had to, be... to wonder if it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. But, well, they were big at the time. Um, yeah. But the. That, that sounds so stupid. They're, they're huge icons of American I was a big fan yeah, of yeah. Um, Dom DeLuise can interview himself. But yeah. They, um, they took so long to record that scene that the show that was going to use the studio afterwards had to be pushed into another studio. How did this take so How long? How did that take so long? I don't know. For two people that have, you know, done that show quite a number of times. Maybe the splashes weren't right or something? Yeah, maybe. But they said they did that just by dropping something into the soup. Is that what they did? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then animated over the top of it. Yeah. Um, they needed to get Bob Zemeckis in there as a guest director. <laughs> would have had him in and out in 10 minutes. Imagine, maybe the outtakes were then getting splashed on the face. Maybe. But go with it. 
There's no problem. That would be funny. Unless it's in Regis's contract (laughs) that he can't have anything obscuring his face. Nothing on his face, yeah. It's the Patreon mailbag time. Now, what I just did there, Mitch, was play the Patreon mailbag intro. Do you remember what the Patreon mailbag intro is? Um, We've been playing it for the last several weeks. mm. It's you. It's me? Yes. What am I doing? Going, it's the Patreon mailbag time. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) Uh, but before we get into the Patreon mailbag, the extended Patreon mailbag, should I record a new one? Do it. Go for Maybe it right now. Um, sit down, open my letters. Letters from so many fans. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to read my letters. Maybe two or three of them I'll understand. <laughs> so that's next week's or this week's? I don't know. <laughs> it's now. Uh, before we get into, Did the- I ever tell you about the Chinatown Blues? No. I um stole a gu- well, not stole, but I took a busker's guitar in Chinatown one night after I'd been at a karaoke bar and I was very, 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 very drunk. Why would you do that? Um because he was taking a break. I was like, Do you mind? It was outside of oh, a so very you didn't busy take it. No, I didn't like steal it, but I was like, May I? And I um I didn't I didn't have a chord. I just put my fingers in there and played one note over and over and over yeah. again and just started improvising a blues song about all the people walking um past me. Um so, get any money? Uh, it was, uh, what did I, uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me think. No, no I didn't. Uh, but I think my favorite one was um, a group of four people went by, three of them had a hat, one of them didn't. And it was just, got no hat in Chinatown. Woman stole my hat down in Chinatown. <laughs> well, looking at you like, who is this guy? Pretty much. <laughs> Anyway, you sorry, didn't, you, didn't get, you didn't get a sympathy donation? No, nothing. I only did it for a couple minutes. And I you know, I wouldn't have paid for myself. <laughs> uh, before we get into the mailbag, we need to mention that. So, several weeks ago, I received in the mail mm. from Intergalactic Tacos yes. some hot sauce. Some Simpsons yep. themed hot sauce. Now, Mitch, tell the listeners at home what you got in your hand. Uh, the I'm holding two. The first one, um, I'll be honest, looks it looks like a hallucination. It does, yes. Yeah. So we've got Hank Scorpio with a whole shitload of what look like crabs. This is the Popeye Papayan Son of Scorpio hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ingredients, papaya, uh, green chilies, serranos, white vinegar, water, scorpion peppers. That was a bit where I went, ooh. Um, sounds, sounds intense. Dangerous. Hold Sh- up to the camera just once more. Sugar, spinach, assorted sweet peppers, mm. canola oil, <laughs> Sorry, for two seconds there, I forgot we're on a podcast. Yeah. So I just posed for the photo, despite the fact that Continue I'm supposed speaking. to be talking. Uh, and Cosmic Smoke. Um, the other one that we've got is the Cosmic Coyote, which slightly shorter ingredients list, but that's just assorted hot peppers, white wine vinegar, water, white sugar, garlic, and salt. I will be sampling both of those live on the podcast when we get to the end. Sounds good to me. So if they're from Intergalactic Tacos. Now, apologies, guys, because you sent them to us many moons ago. But what happened was... My mum, she was here looking after the place one day. She mm-hmm. stays here on a Wednesday. And these were delivered in the mail. But she was on her way out when they got delivered. Okay. So on her way out, she gets these, they get delivered. She grabs them, puts them on her car, goes out, does her shopping, whatever, comes home, forgets that she's left them in the car. Oh, good. I go to mum's for dinner last week or the week before. She goes, oh, these came in the mail for you a few months back. I'm like, oh. So those hot sauces that the guy said he was going to send to us did eventually arrive. I feel bad for the guy. So the hot sauces that down the bottom say, please refrigerate, have been sitting in your mum's car for two months. <laughs> All right. That's going to be fun. Well, they'll sent through the mail. So I'm assuming yeah, they're, once, might, they're, once they're opened, refrigerate. I might call in sick for work tomorrow <laughs> um, in advance before trialing these. But Intergalactic Tacos, thank you so much. They, um, I guess you could say they're Simpsons themed. 
Well, hundred percent. You got the co- you got the coyote and you got Scorpio on. But are we legally allowed to say that's what I'm saying? Ah, that's not my product. It's <laughs> <laughs> their business. Check out Intergalactic Tacos on Facebook. Alrighty, so that's later on in the episode. But for now, Mitch, let's get into the patron mailbag. Let's. First question. Oh, look, I'm just looking here. Your wife's in the question this week. Yeah, it's very rare. Mm. So Pat Wright, first question is, what have we got? If you had to be in the middle stage of an animorph, half animal, half human, which animal would you choose and what would you like? What would you look like? I'd go shark, street sharks. They look pretty badass. What part of you would having be shark? Sh- and what ha- having he- shark head. Shark head and yeah. dendro body. That'd be, that'd be pretty intense, I reckon. Would you have a fin? Yeah, the fin. So the fin sort of up the top. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. so if like, but just below the fin, yep. down would be human. Yeah. Imagine a great white coming to it. No one would fuck with you. Mm. I'd like to have rhinoceros legs, but normal feet. Just imagine how far you'd be able to kick a football. But you'd have to walk around on all fours, right? No, just from like just the feet, just the knee, so just two. Yeah, from the hip, from the hip to the ankle, rhino legs. Would you be able to kick it farther? Because you wouldn't be able to lift your leg very high. Surely, just the power you'd generate from that. <laughs> just stab passes that never got more than two feet off the ground. Josh Hunt kick. Yeah. Um, what else? What else would be fun? Giraffe neck. What about a hawk? I think it'd be kind of cool to have, have the wings. Yeah, like well, talons instead of toes. So I can grab... Crack eggs open. Crack, crack eggs crack open. Crack heads open. Um, grab children on my, <laughs> on my way. <laughs> have you seen that video? I think it's doctored though. Uh, oh, yeah, I have. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and and wings that could be like expandable. Um, so like one of those X-Men, I think that, you know, so like I cut little slots in my... Or I just wear a sweater vest. And then like <laughs> they shoot out the sleeves when I need to fly. This reminds me of something like from, um, is it Mad Men? No, Mystery Men. Really Mystery bad Men. superheroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next question from Talia Enriquez says, would you rather have an out of this world baby or a killer hair day? Everyone would want to kill a hair day. Really? You want to like accidentally be killing people in the middle of the night, including potentially your own son? As oh, I thought it just meant, a- when I said killer, I thought it meant like a really good hair day, like well, a killer hair day. Well, no. <laughs> Surely that's not the context of that question. Would you rather have an out-of-this-world baby or a killer hair day? So would you rather go around killing people or have an out-of-this-world baby? Mm. So an alien baby, that that could do your... Yeah, actually, it just occurred to me, there is an element of the snake story that's probably like werewolf culture. Um, at night, in yeah. The, yeah, at like, yeah, at night. And this is obviously not related to a full moon, but goes into a trance, doesn't know what's happened, people are dead the next day. Yeah, anyway. yeah that's true. Um, um, having an alien baby that do your bidding for you would be cool. Mm. Hmm. If the alien baby has some special skills, I sometimes wonder if alien is an alien the baby. Trouble with that is I've then got to accept having a baby of any kind. <laughs> so I'm probably more likely to say the killer hair day, <laughs> just for now. Brendan R. Quinn, which part of your body is motivating your murders, Mitch? Which part of my body is motivating my murders? Yeah, directed straight at you. Only me. Um, because I couldn't possibly murder somebody. No, whenever I get a warm feeling in my fourth toe on my right foot, that's when it's time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my dad. He knows the rain's coming because his knee starts aching. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a rain <laughs> of a kind coming. Uh, it's going to be raining blood, rain of terror, around Armstrong Creek. Christian Hargraves, do either of you believe you've seen a UFO? I did when I was like five, but that's not legit. It's because my dad told me it was a UFO. Yeah. Um. No. No. <laughs> um, even including any piece of footage ever that has said UFO. <laughs> um, 
Why can't they give us a Although, HD video of a UFO? Why is it always blurry? In 2019, yeah. why is it blurry? There is one thing about that, though, that like UFO does not necessarily mean alien. Yeah, it just means ident- yeah. unidentified flying object. Yeah. It could be fucking anything. It could be spies. Weather balloon. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Skinner balloon. Yeah. So, but no, in any case, uh, I, no. No, I've seen lights in the sky and just gone, probably a satellite, might yeah. be a plane. Ash Grinter. We all know who she is. She says, what is a topic you could see yourselves on Jerry Springer for? Oh, that's not bad. Help, my dog loves my husband more than... I was going to say, it's going to be dog related. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, actually, I looked up. uh, So, Jerry Springer turns 25. The 10 most outrageous moments. Let's see which of these might fit in. Oh, you looked this up? Yeah. Number one, a man marries a horse. Is that legit? Yeah. Yeah. the Kung Fu Hillbilly, Sex Worker Loses Her Teeth, Mother-Daughter Domination, Breaking the Sex Record, My Girlfriend is a Man, Peekaboo, Chopped Off His Own Manhood. Sorry, that was Naked Peek. Naked Peekaboo. Chopped Off His Own Manhood. Um, Oh, with a pair of garden shears. Chopped off his own? Apparently, the, uh, this was so another man who claimed who he claimed stalked him for years... Wouldn't be able to touch it. That can't be right. Uh, well, I don't, I'm happy I cut off my legs. Joe Springer got fucked up after I stopped watching. He slipped with my stripper sister. Uh, okay. It used to just be affairs, mostly. Mostly it was affairs. Um, Which is why I thought the Joe Springer segment didn't work in this, because the whole aspect of Joe Springer used to be yep. the guests didn't know, they, they did, but didn't know that the cheating spouse or their, their partner would be backstage. Yeah. We're here. Kang and Kodos were at the Simpsons house. Yeah. So then they have a brawl on the stage at Jerry Springer, but it's like they were just with each other in the house. Why would they then go to Jerry Springer? Producers would have been in their ears telling them to fight. Yeah. yeah. Steve. 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 Yeah. Steve. Um, breaking the sex record. Uh, most days without. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't got a kid. I've got the kid. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I don't have a likable personality though. <laughs> Henrik Winterland says, if you could choose one episode of The Simpsons to get trapped in, which one would it be and why? Ooh, that's um, actually a good question. It is. Trapped in. Not a Treehouse of Horror, because I don't want to die. Um, I was going to say Itchy and Scratchy Land, because it's got the right mix of adventure and fear. Um, I had a dream last night that I was being chased by a Terminator, and I've had a few dreams being chased by a Terminator in the past, and they're always pretty cool, because like, the way dream me makes them operate it's actually kind of the way treehouse of uh, the way um itchy and scratchy land episode works in that there's an element of danger but you're able to just not even keep a step ahead but just get by i think that that that'd be a lot of it'd be tense but it'd be a lot of fun otherwise land of chocolate <laughs> chocolate would be great what about who shot mr burns trying to solve the mystery oh that'd be fun mm. walking around like a detective yeah yeah a little cap and a yeah. magnifying glass that'd be good Mark Boston Burgess says, who was your favourite cartoon slash film alien? Uh, it's almost too easy. I mean, it's E.T. for you and it's the Iron Giant for me. Yeah. If I could go, besides the obvious ones, though. If we don't say the Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's so warm and toasty. It, on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Elf? Did you ever like Elf as a Yeah, kid? I loved Elf. I loved Elf as well. Yeah. Did I, I didn't realise Mike Reese. Uh, wrote for Alf before The Simpsons. Yeah, I do remember that yeah. coming up in the research. Uh, Simone Hay says Kang or Kodos. Um, Kodos is a girl. I remember Kodos is a sister. What does that have to do with anything? 
Are we saying favourite or who do we want to sleep with? I'm just saying who would you rather be. That's why I know. Kang, who do you prefer there? Who do you prefer? Kang seems like the leader. Indecipherable to me. It's hard to tell one from the other. Yeah. Does Harry voice both of them? I think so. I think Dan does one, doesn't he? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so we're going with Kang? Or you just... I would go Kang. The one on the left. Kang becomes a leader as well. So when in the Trials of Horror 7 or whatever. When was your Jerry Springer moment? Everyone's had a Jerry Springer moment. Um, when you just stopped replying to that girl? <laughs> everyone's had a Jerry Springer moment. Have they though? A Jerry Springer moment. Well, does that... How do we interpret that? So is that like when have we, similar to Ash, like subject or like when has something happened that you're like, oh, this is so Jerry Springer or when have we gotten a fight with our wife and our sister and our mother and our father all at the same time? Take it as you want. When have you thrown a chair at an audience member? When, when, when have you caused an argument? Okay, when have I... I once had two girls feuding over me at Coles in the, in the deli. Damn right you did. Yeah, <laughs> like legitimately like angry. That's yeah. good. Okay. Just sat back with some popcorn. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah, yeah, I can tell this story. Um, <laughs> I there was more to my story that I left out. Don't worry. <laughs> I uh, once got woken up. Have I already told this story? Have I ever told you about the party that I went to in Carayo some years back, where I ended up walking home from Carayo to Belmont, and I got picked up by a shirtless man who was having yeah. to give me a lift. I remember yeah. the shirtless man. I remember the yeah. Okay, so the the and lead. You, you jumped out the door. No, I didn't jump out the door. Um, I just. Yeah, I trusted him because if he was going to kill oh, me, wait, no, he my, wouldn't be that obvious about it. One of my friends got picked up by a taxi driver who wasn't wearing a shirt and touched him on the leg and he bailed out the door while the car was still moving and jumped <laughs> over back fences That's to escape. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. Um, so I woke up in the middle of a love tryst where I'd been at a party. There was one girl that liked me. There was another girl that liked me. I did not know that the other girl liked me. I'll just point that out, that I was not a scoundrel. Um, I was nothing but gentlemanly, uh, but I got woken up by someone throwing a thirty-three fifteen at my head. Oh, no bricks as well. Um, yeah. So like that was. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever been woken up by getting hit in the head, but it's a terrible feeling. I've been woken up with water getting poured on my face, and that sucks as well. That would suck, but the hit on the head, you're just woken up in a foggy state. I've fallen out of the bed and hit my head. Yeah, that'd be. So I haven't had something smack yep. into my head. Yeah. Um. So like, woke up, tried to drag some sort of sense out of what was happening. And I look up and there's like the girl that I had been involved, connected to at this party. Physically? She was in one corner of the room, kind of like... In si- the bedroom. Sitting on a chair. <laughs> it was a lounge room. Sitting on a chair, feet up, knees sort of at her chest, arms around the legs, just looking very like downtrodden. Next corner of the room were the three or four neutrals. And then on the opposite side of the room was the girl that had thrown her phone, just giving daggers. And me in the piffed it at you. Me in the middle, and uh, I woke up and looked and went, "Well, nah, I don't. I'm not dealing with this." <laughs> <laughs> Got up and left. I think it was like three in the morning, and I was, I don't know, what's Cario to Belmont? Ten, fifteen k's from home. Uh, it's fourteen k's to the city to Cario. Okay, so it's a bit further than that. Yeah, then. maybe twenty five k's. You from walked home. the whole way. And I went, "Yep, I'm going to my mate's house." Where would you get picked up from with the guy in the car? The shirtless guy. Was that on the way home from this? Um, you said you brought up the shirtless guy picking you up. He was on, uh, he was on the highway, like Latro- uh, Melbourne Highway. Okay. Um, and he dropped me off. Yeah. So I, I you know, but I was w- willing to set off and walk the whole way. Then this yeah. guy picked me up, dropped me off. Um, turns out my mate wasn't home, and I slept on a 
bench at a high school until it was time to go. That's Steve Johnson's career as a footballer nearly ended. <laughs> <laughs> no sunscreen swinging for me. Uh, and that's it for the patron mailbag. Also need to give a thank you to our new $5 patron, Mr. Matt Brode, and also our $20 plus patrons, Laura the Simpson and Jordan Ritchie. Now, shall we get into the review of the full episode? We should. It's just going to be a quick, brief run through. There's not really mm. much to get through. But anyway, so the original no. air date. You know what's actually open on my thing right now is did Harry Shearer do the voice of the newsman in a league of their own? <laughs> and I think he did. He did? Yeah. Did Dan Castellano do the other alien, by the way? Uh, like Kang and Kodos. Do Kodos voice. Kodos voice. For some reason, I remember Dan being the voice. Probably uh, Yeah, Kodos is Dan and, okay. and Kang is Harry. Um, but a league of their own, I watched for the first time yesterday, and ever, yeah, and they've got that old timey newsreel in there, yeah, and it was indeed Harry Shearer, yeah. which I think is one of the better bits of um, voice recognition I've done in a long time. How great is Tom Hanks in that movie when he's just angry? Uh, and had enough. <laughs> the thing about that is Tom Hanks is the nicest man in America, so it's really difficult to buy him as being an angry. Trump. I know, but he does a good job of it, though. Uh, he does an okay job of it. I, I'll tell you when who he yells really, at the girls, it makes it cry. <laughs> who impressed me the most was Madonna. She was yeah. fantastic in that She's movie. So much better acting. Really than funny. Give and Rosie O'Donnell was actually pretty good too, doing that real. There, there isn't a weak link in that movie. Uh, Lovitz isn't great, but aside from that, uh, yeah, he's meant to be a slime bag, though. Yeah, I know, but it's. Hard in this day and age. I don't know it was directed by a woman, but it's hard in this day and age to refer to hear someone say, "Well, I'm going to go home and give my wife a pickle tickle." Um, it's tough. Yeah, you know, a worse role that he played was the wedding singer. Yeah, that's John Lovett's at his worst. I mean, I have fond memories of that movie, but I just remember him not being good. <laughs> I liked him when it's like he's losing his mind, and I'm the benefit. Yeah. So the cur- that cur- that scene always freaked me out when I was a kid. Oh, really? With the curtain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the original air date was October 25th, 1998. So it must have been a big jump between can episodes. I, sorry, can I just say, the, the hands-down best moment in a league of their own, mm-hmm. when they're going through all of the um, all of the women, like so all the way May and that sort of thing, and like it's all about how they're glamours and that sort of thing. And then they cut to the girl that they keep making fun of for not being very attractive, which is another joke. That Who's not hard. even unattractive. It's, a, yeah, it's another joke that's hard to watch today. Yeah. But then they deliver it in one way that's fantastic, where like it's all, like I said, very revealing. And then they cut to her, and it's just this long shot, and she's like 40 feet away. And the only comment is, what a hitter. Part of his time, but yeah, they play that comedy really, really yeah. well. I was just saying, October 25th, so there must have been like a month's break. I think September 27th was the airing of the last yeah. episode. Strange. Why would that be? Um, uh, 98 was the, no, no Olympics? Yeah, Maybe no. Winter Olympics? Winter Olympics, but not around that time. No, that's summer. Typically. Olympics. Mm, not too yeah, sure. Don't know. Uh, good intro, though. I really did like the intro. Was this one of the first times that they've screwed around with the intro? The, f- itself? the, the main thing. Like the typical intro, the first but time. they've twisted it. Yeah. It's the first time, yeah. Um, it's all the, all the family get killed, Homer getting squashed against the wall. Not as violent, they didn't see any blood or anything, but um, Adam get Freddy Krueger. And Lisa is stuck in the wall. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And how does Bart die? She's dead. Uh, he gets run right over, over by the first car? by Lisa and then by the car. Yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees make an appearance as well. Jason Voorhees speaks. Yeah, that's true. Which was kind of odd. So it kicks off with Hell to Pay. Um, Snake is smoking in the Quickie Mart and that is not allowed. Don't you see the sign? Well, well before he's buying the um, buying the comb. Oh, so, yeah. Like, they kind of set up the hair initially. with um, Putting nacho cheese Nacho cheese is apparently what he uses yeah. to keep it slicked. Bit, bit silly, but anyway. Um, the smoke signs in between all the other advertisements for Larry when he smokes. Yeah. 
and he gets arrested for smoking inside. I guess is that is that an arrestable offence? Smoking indoors? Um, certainly a misdemeanour. If you did it in Australia, you'd probably be get arrested. Fine, I don't think you'd get arrested. Yeah, probably not. Maybe um, you resisted it. Though. We do get Mo here asking for a breakfast cereal for people with syphilis, which yeah. pays off a little bit later yeah. on. Which is yeah, very funny. The penicillos that I did you, like you see s- a meeting later. I did like seeing Mo outside of the bar, just in his everyday life. It didn't look like Mo. No, it didn't. Yeah, it was hard to recognise. Yeah, first. yeah. Um, and the the room is full of witnesses, um, and I guess this one here, it's kind of the down. Fall of this of this segment is that you know where it's going from the beginning, like in order. You know he's got, he's going to come back, but once Homer has the hair, you know oh, mm. he's going to kill a poo. He's going to yeah, kill yeah. Like you're just like ah, oh, you're sort of like waiting for the story to unravel, even though you've already seen it in your head. And yeah. Even like they play the joke up where Lisa tries to explain it. Oh, Lisa, we've already figured that out by now. Yeah, uh, I did enjoy the other uh, the other offenses. Like, you know, you torch the orphanage, you blow up a bus full of nuns, smoking inside is what gets him sent to the chair. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Um, and then we get to the TV show. What's the TV show called? World's Deadliest Executions. Yeah. Could you watch this show? Uh, yes. Bad people, but I still don't think I could watch people getting killed. I'd be pretty fascinated. Yeah. It, it would change you. Like, I've seen actual footage of people dying before and it's... In what way? Like, what were the videos? Um... One of them was a 100% illegal snuff video that was doing the rounds some years ago of a guy getting decapitated. It's pretty messed up. It's like um, you, I would have watched that. Uh, yeah. Um, wouldn't recommend. No. Um, the other would be documentary. So there's um, pretty famous footage of, uh, I think it was the Vietnam War. Um, and Shooting you see, the guy in the yeah, the guy, that's, um, yeah. guy that gets shot side of the road. Um but it's one of those things. Like, if you ever have seen that footage, no amount of fictional violence compares to the bluntness and the reality of yeah. seeing a real person get killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's impossible to describe, but it, it would would change you. That's why I even thought the scene with Snake getting electrified, it's not violent or anything, but as a kid, it's just like, eh, you're actually watching this guy getting killed. Mm. It just Hopefully like, they wet the sponge. And I, 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 to me, I, yeah. to me, it, I thought like that was worse than just seeing him get his head cut off. Because that, when you see someone get their head cut off in the cartoon, it's like, oh, that's just animated violence. Mm. But just seeing him getting shocked to death. And not like cartoon shocked to death. No, it just felt real. Like he's, yeah. he's sort of changing, you're going pointy or whatnot, but you just look like a guy getting electrified to death. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, you see through his body and you see a skeleton. Like Home deal. Alone 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, one of the best comedy electrocutions. Oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> the scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. So long, Snake. You'll never harm another person with secondhand smoke. Dude. Get this carcass over to the hospital and carve it up for organs. Dibs on the liver! They go to Dr. Nick Riviera and Homer gets well, he gets the phone call saying they found a donor. You don't know what for yet. Yeah. But you know it's from from Snape, but for what? Yeah. Um, Dr. Nick's going to give him the hair transplant. The hair's still smoking. <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing him get his head cut open was kind of like, ew. A little the, bit. With the like pizza cutter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to maybe try to do a mashup between this and one of Shane Warne's advanced hair commercials. Ew. <laughs> he pretty much put that place on the map, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Then it was even Tony Lockett. The guy from Hawthorne, what, he did as well, didn't he? Uh, Brent Guerra? Yeah, Guerra, yeah. I don't know if he went to advanced hair, but he definitely got a rug. Yeah, yeah. Um, David Hale had one and then took it off. Did he really? Yeah. I don't remember him with a yeah. rug. Speaking of rugs, though, Homer with the rug looks pretty damn good. He does. Yeah. Um, Different hairstyle to Snake. Yeah. More of a... Is it it's sort of like the hair when he goes to Moxinil? Similar, yeah. The, the, the round... Yeah, I mean, he had like eight different hairstyles yeah. when he went to Every scene, he had a different haircut, but... So he unveils it to the family. They're all impressed and whatnot. Yeah. Roger Moore, if it weren't for the fly that was open. Yes, yes, yes. Then he's uh, they're in bed and you see the, the hair sort of like changes. What, what is it? Is it overnight? Or is it just that Snake can just turn it like, on? Well, it happens at any moment. Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing, the first time it happens at Nothing night. that triggers it. No. Um, and the hair becomes Snake's hair. I guess that's why they showed it without Snake's hair because mm. when he, you know, it changes. And his voice changes as well. Later, Chicky Pie. I like that he even talks like Snake, calling yeah. it Chicky Pie and whatnot. Goes to a poo, and it's the end of a poo. Ooh, ooh la la, Simpson. <laughs> what can I do for you and your new do? You sent me to the chair. <gasps> Snake? But you're dead. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> no, no, no! And the fluffy kitten played with that ball of string all through the night. On a lighter note, a Quickie Mart clerk was brutally murdered last night. <gasps> I can't believe it's horrible. Who will run the Quickie Mart? I'm afraid we have no leads, but I can safely say our poo did not suffer. Looks to me like he suffered a lot, Chief. Oh, jeez, Lou. How long are we going to let me keep drinking this thing? That death looks pretty brutal. They didn't, have, they didn't even have to really show anything. Just see his feet coming out of the machine. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Well, what does that remind me of? It's almost Friday the 13th-esque, that someone's been shoved into something that they shouldn't have been. That feels like it's a Jason Voorhees sort of kill. It looks like the gremlin coming out of the uh, the sink mm. um, blender thing. What are they called? Like the, garbage disposal. Garbage disposal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever seen gremlins? I feel like it's a movie you probably haven't seen. I haven't, I'll be honest. Um, you should watch it. It's Christmas. I have it on Blu-ray. Watch it at Christmas time. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. It's it's one of those things that I make references to, like don't feed your mugwai after midnight and that sort of thing. But I, um, I'm a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wannabe Gremlins fan. I went on the Gremlins ride at Movie World. I oh, like that counted. It's gone. Yeah. No, what replaced that? Uh, was it Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo coaster. Yeah. yeah, which is apparently terrible now. They've upgraded it, but it's actually downgraded it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I like the Scooby Doo coaster. They've added all like um, '90s uh, level. CGI to the side as he's going uh, through the castle and whatnot, and it looks okay. really bad. Uh, so then he goes and kills Mo. Ah, morning, Homer. Ah, you're looking unusually focused this morning. Shut your squeal hole, booze jockey. I'm gonna like totally waste you. Ah, somebody's a grumpy Gus. What? Oh! <laughs> ah, for crying out loud! God. Then we can hear filthy old bartender Moses like was killed last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bart realizes, oh, wait a minute, it's the people that Snake said was going to kill. So now he's going to be killing uh, he's me. Next. Now, surely Bart could have put two and two together. When he first said, little dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is that moment of like, you know, uh, I think Bart actually says that Snake's voice or something like that. I'm like, yeah, he is. That's Snake's voice. Yeah. But yeah. And he's been using it for some time now. Yeah. 
the thing about this episode here is Homer's actually doing good. He's actually a good dad. Yeah, he is. Like he wants, he's boarding up the door to protect. I do. I love my son more than a lush head of hair. Don't make me choose. Is home? Is it Homer pro- nailing the door to protect his son, or is it Snake prote- nailing the door? No, the door that's Homer. That's still Homer protecting. The, yeah. Um, so you do it to protect his son. He hasn't changed at that point. Snake just takes advantage of the situation. Yeah. I will say that um, Homer, after he rips the hair out and he just has the little bits, um, looks a lot like Private Pile from Full Metal Jacket. I was gonna say it looks like Homer from the Navy episode. Simpson Tide. Oh, yeah, a little bit. My God, yeah. I'm a freak. <laughs> yeah, except in Simpson Tide, he didn't have all the little All the little hairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he, he suddenly looked very um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Um, tries to kill Bart, and it was actually a good shot here of, you think he's smashing the uh, Bart's face, it was actually just a picture. Kind of like um, Jurassic Park, when you think that the Velociraptor is going to be getting the girl, mm. but it runs into the, the reflection in the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to fight the hair, Dad. But I look so youthful and hunky. The kid's gotta die. But I love my son. More than a lush head of hair? <laughs> Don't make me choose! <laughs> I love you, son. I love you too, Dad. Simpson, you're under arrest for the murders of Mo Sislak and Apu Nasa Pasa. Well, just Mo, just Mo. Uh, I thought it was a really cool animation of the the death of the hair, but the, the, the legs trembling as it's yeah. dying. <laughs> just gave a little life to this hair. Um, and then we get a really bad pun, daddy joke from Wickham. That's the end of that one. So, I was I was a big fan of that pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Marge, like two people are dead. Oh, I just got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool end. Terror in Tiny Toon. Now, the reason there was a three-second pause there, guys, is because Mitch got a terrible video just then. Mm. <laughs> he, yeah. He has a very depressed look on his face now. Yeah. I have a um, very naughty three-year-old Labrador that uh, has broken into my garden shed. And Still going through the terrible twos. Yeah. It's never ending. You look... Uh, you know, stop and watch this video. I want to see what's happened. And I see you go, oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's happened? Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, normally, I'd blame myself. Like, if I've left something out. But when I've gone to an extra huge amount of effort to make sure everything is packed up and Explain it's still what she's not done, enough. Um, she has broken in... So, I've got a sliding sliding garage door that she's managed to push open. Um, she's gotten in there to... Or is Murph the muscle? And no, she's getting the blame from no, that's her. Um, she, yeah, she, Asha sent me a photo. She's opened that up. She's gotten... Uh, a big bag of hickory wood chunks that I'd used for some barbecue um, and just, you know, they've been chewed up and strewn around. Um, I mean, in the scheme of things, it's probably 15 bucks worth of wood. It could have been worse. Uh, but by the same token, I'm going to have to be padlocking that shed now. Yeah, because now she knows it's in there. Yeah. She's that taste, taste for wood now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so going to uh, Terra in Tiny Toon, the only thing I didn't, I like the um, the crusty start off. Yes, here. yeah. If not, I'm going to suck your blood. blood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slight nitpick. So Marge takes the batteries out of the remote. Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure you can just turn the TV back on without the remote. Well, on like the old school TV, yeah. Just go, well, on any TV. Just any television. There's an on switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was going to be one of my trivia questions that I wrote down and then forgot. What's Spell that? toolbox. Spell toolbox? Yeah. Why is it a trivia Homer's question? version. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. What, T-U-L-E. T-U-L-E. Ah, okay. But yeah, I'm just thinking, why would you not just... As a kid, I never really thought of it like that. I thought, well, mm. just turn the TV on. Anyway. So, what happens? So, Marge... He's going trick-or-treating with Maggie. She asks if Bart and Lisa want to come. Bart says no because it's too early because he wants to egg people. See, three of a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to work under cover of darkness. Who is, it? is it Lisa, three for dad, um, Skinner and somebody? Skinner, Flanders. Flanders. Flanders, yeah. Why don't you kids come trick-or-treating with Maggie and me? Nah, it's too early. I need to work under cover of darkness. Oh, Homer, you're not going as a hobo again. Going where? The idea of trick-or-treating, that's something I wish was a bigger thing in Australia. It's never going to take off. It, it took off for a little bit. It's getting bigger. Nah, it's, it, last what? year was a flop. You reckon? Yeah, I thought yeah. last year was bigger than the year before. Last year, supermarkets didn't even bother um, buying new Halloween stock because no one bought it the year before. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, okay, I still feel like I saw more kids on the street. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like if Halloween landed on a weekend, it'd be like, much better. I reckon that I only collected three two years ago. Whereas I've still got seven living from last. What? <laughs> so, um, strike that from the record. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 as a kid, I would have loved to go trick or treating because we grew up watching American television and movies. It just mm. seems like such a fun thing. Yeah, and like, even in Australian television doesn't play that. They don't play Halloween movies on Halloween and things like that. I guess it's my like my parents' generation. They're very. I don't know, they, they don't want to be a part of it. They just say, no, it's an American thing. Yeah. That's what my mum always says anyway. What about your parents? Are they like that or? Um, I don't know. I was an adult. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't even remotely a thing when I was a kid and I have no conversations with my parents about it now. Do, do, your, do kids come to your door? Because um, you're in a new estate. Yeah, like not, because we're a bit off, we're not an overly populated area yet, mm. no. They mostly stick to the main road out in Armstrong Creek. Would you buy candy in advance? Should yeah, I have yeah. some by the door. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Like, I, I don't like the idea of dissing something just because it's American. That doesn't seem to me like yeah. a good enough cause. And at, the, at its core, people are getting out, they're having fun, kids are happy. It's no different from buying presents at Christmas time. <laughs> no, well, it's cheaper. Yeah. I spend 15 bucks on some mini M&Ms yeah. and I'm done. <laughs> like, you know, life's easy. Um, so Marge and Maggie leave. Leave home in the kitchen to eat his beans and play Plus, harmonica. the best type of child to visit you is the one that comes to the door, looks cute and like, you know, says thank you and then leaves. Yeah. That's that like perfect scenario. They're not even there long enough to start crying or shade you with high fives. <laughs> you should see that kid though when you say no, tr- no candy here. I've never done it. It's always candy. Always candy at the Grinter household. <laughs> what would you give them if you didn't have candy? Fiber? Bake them a cake or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, kids. You so, got 45? Some brisket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Bart puts have some, some ramen. Bart goes through the toolbox, puts some plutonium into the remote, turns on the television, and they get zapped into the cartoon. Lisa changes color and whatnot. Um, yeah. Well, what is there to say about this? It's just shenanigans trying to get away from a chin scratchy. Yeah, it feels like... Um, remember those old Goosebumps CD-ROM games? Yeah. Yeah, it felt like 
this is the sort of thing that could have been made into one of those games where you are Bart and Lisa and like you're controlling them in the world? Well, I think that's what the premise of the third Goosebumps film is going to be. They go into the books. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. So the book's coming out, they yeah. go in. Yeah, which I think would be cool. If, you like, if you're a fan of Goosebumps, it might be an interesting premise. Could be fun. Yeah, yeah sweet. Um, the idea of Bart understanding cartoons and drawing the eject button is pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, could have drawn himself a parachute. Yes. Or a plane. That is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. That, that's fine. Uh, cool like, reference of Poochie as well. I, I reckon this would be one that the animators would have had fun with of being able to go in, like the way that car, the police car drives up actually almost reminded me of like um, Bonkers or one of those sorts of... Bonkers. He's um, totally nuts. I don't even know what... Was that Warner Brothers? Uh, it was Disney. Disney. Yeah, yeah okay. It was on um, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, it's really, like, well, there's a reason to subscribe. Tailspin... Chippendale. Boom, 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 boom. Tailspin. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> all those Saturday morning cartoons are all going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Plug for Disney Plus. <laughs> but yeah, so I reckon that the animators would have had a lot of fun with this episode of just being able to go into a more cartoony version yeah. of cartoon animation. Cool shot of the, the point of view shot looking down at Itchy and Scratchy mm. with all the, the traps and whatnot. Electrified yeah. traps. Yeah. Now, what was Poochie doing there? Because didn't he die on his way back to his home planet? Mm. I know it's non canon and it's Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, yeah. The Treehouse of Horror—it's a Halloween special. Mm. <laughs> was this a Halloween special of Itchy and Scratchy though? Because he was playing—it was a Halloween special of Krusty. Yeah, it wasn't a Halloween wasn't themed. A Hall- itchy- no, there was nothing. It should have been a Halloween themed one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt like a normal Itchy and Scratchy cartoon. Yeah. I'm telling you, this cilantro really gives it a zing. Reach, there's no cilantro in it. What? Oh, God! I love this soup is out of control. Oh, hey! my, my eyes, my beautiful eyes. Oh, that's it. I'm going oh. home. Dom DeLuise can interview himself. It's always weird seeing real life in The Simpsons. I think it's happened once mm. before to date. But this is this kind of premise, though. Could this work for a Simpsons movie sequel? What's more terrifying out of seeing Regis and Kathy... Uh, in The Simpsons or seeing Saddam Hussein making love to Satan in South Park? Uh, this. This? Okay. <laughs> uh, they... Come on, guy. <laughs> South Park just knew how to push the boundaries, but yeah. just enough, just didn't enough. they? Yeah. Even though the kids watching South Park now be like, who's Saddam Hussein? Uh, yeah, hopefully that studies a little bit of history. Yeah. Anyway. so They'd certainly be... Who's Regis Philbin? They, yeah, I'm. I'm saying that. No, not really. Uh, so they want to get out of the TV. Homer has to push the. Uh, is it eject button? Uh, is it eject? Escape? Back? What does he push? To? Exit. 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 Button. Yeah. When is there? An, oh, is it exit button? Menu. Yeah, the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, but just not quite in the nick of time. Yeah. Bart gets eaten by piranhas. Now, Quick thinking by Lisa because the rewind thing I hadn't thought of. But shouldn't Bart be dead if he's in the real world? And he has no body left. <laughs> I think you can survive. What, hap- what happens in cartoons stays in cartoons, you but he's been su- out of real life. You can survive up to eight seconds as just a head and skeleton. I'm questioning... I'm, yeah. It's like an eight-second dump button. Yeah. I'm, I'm questioning this. They just went into a cartoon. Yeah. No, no that's fine. I'm with you, Logic. Um, but the uh, the rewind, though, yeah, is yeah. very clever. And they break out of the TV. It's pretty... It's a funny, like, not a reveal, but like a perspective of picking up the mouse. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's actually really small. Yeah, exactly. So how was he driving the car, though? Cartoon world, cartoon car. So he's bigger in the cartoon. Bart and Lisa obviously become smaller when they go in. There. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. They they like to scale. Yeah. Um. And Scratchy's going. I love Itchy looking at his watch when he's running on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just mouse can't help it. Exactly. Sees the wheels. Got to run on the wheel. Yep. Yep. And Scratchy's going to get neutered. Final segment: Starship Poopers. 
Um, so I, I can actually relate to this Maggie teething. Mm. Like this is legitimately my household. Your life now. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You experienced it. <laughs> I did, and it was enough for me. Yes, one night's enough. Um, but she, she doesn't have a tooth coming through. She has a fang coming through. Mm. If I saw Elliot with a fang, well, I know what happened, wouldn't I? If Maybe. you saw him with tentacle legs, that's probably when the. I know Nicola's been abducted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one tentacle is enough. Uh, baby legs fall off and whatnot. And they start to... Well, Homer doesn't really realize what's going on at first. He just thinks it's part of the baby process, growing process. And she grows the tentacles, gets on the roof. She's now super strong apparently as well. Tries mm. to jab her with the... Just jabs her with the broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Throws him around the room. They take her to the hospital and she's just a vicious little creature now, isn't she? Uh, what, do you think of, yeah. what do you think of Maggie Alien? Um... Uh, the design of her, I think, is pretty cool. It actually worked. It was, it was cool for her legs to just burst out of the um yeah. the dress. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I mean, it's freaky, but suitably freaky. Yeah. I like the way she ran up the wall just and sliver. just up onto yeah. the roof. That one, was pretty sweet one animation. Thing I noticed in this was I watched it with the headphones. When Kang and Curtis are on screen, there's a constant like a sound coming through. Mm. It's very unsettling when you have headphones on. <laughs> Like, mm. it's, I guess it's their drool sound but yeah. even Maggie when she crawls up the wall it makes that sound as well yeah because she's very slimy so then I also liked here how they played up that Maggie sucking was her way of transmitting to Kang and Kodos she wasn't just sucking the dummy yeah um, apparently here I read on Wikipedia that it does the, the shot of the sound waves going out so if you look at where the sound waves are coming out from the on the map of America that it's the Springfield in Louisiana or something Mm. But really, they just wanted to be from the middle of the screen. But viewers took it as their way of saying it's, it's the Springfield in Louisiana. Because back in the 90s, the Simpsons' real Springfield, the location of it was like a thing still. Yeah. But I think they revealed it in the movie, didn't they? Uh, I think they revealed it a couple of times, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that it's, I don't pay attention running, to. They, they, they break it all the time. It's just a not, a not a set in stone thing. Then we get Kang and Kodos making their obligatory Treehouse of Horror uh, appearance. I think I prefer them as just sort of like... Cameos as opposed to four episodes, Kay and mm-hmm. Kodos. What do you reckon? I yeah, I think they overstayed their uh, welcome. Yeah, especially in this one, I just felt like the, the one the, with the president's not so much. Apart from the very first one to serve man, oh, that was their first time. Yeah. yeah, um, but I think by now they've run out of things to do with them for the most part. Yeah, and they, they, they didn't get annoying in this. That is sort of I don't know, just didn't really need to be this long. Anyway, so we get the whole. Reveal he reveals it twice. My daughter. Mm. I was like, why? Why do it the second time? Yeah, I was just making fun of the dr- the just, drama just of, it, yeah. of it. Yeah, okay. So, Margin explains she knew this happened. This day was going to come one day. Um, she explains the story of her getting raped. You know, as you there's put a it. moment in her recreation of this that I did love. I was having fun in the backyard. <laughs> puts the it. final peg on and just has this little admires it. Yeah. yeah. So satisfied with hanging out the washing. I think it'd be you putting like the final piece of like, I don't know, what's something you sprinkle on top of a meal, like a, a nut or a, <laughs> a nut. Like, yeah, so I sprinkle nuts on my meal. You know, you know, you sprinkle some nuts um, on like some Asian dishes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, or like maybe throwing some coriander or something. Coriander or some like um, chives. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one more. <laughs> one for me and one for the meal. Congratulations. You have been selected for our cross-breeding program. To put you at ease, we have recreated the most common spawning locations of your species. You may choose either the back seat of a Camaro, an airplane bathroom, a friend's wedding, or the alley behind a porno theater. I absolutely refuse to go along with this. But since I have no choice, 
I'll take the alley. Initiate fertilization procedure. Ah. Oh, you look lovely this evening. Have you decreased in mass? I tried to resist, but they applied powerful mind confusion techniques. Look behind you. Insemination complete. Really? That seemed awfully quick. What are you implying? Nothing, nothing. Whoa, wow, look at the time. I'd love to stay, but I have an early meeting tomorrow. You're a super girl, though. I'll call you sometime. I do like him making his excuses for the following morning. It's uh, Got a it, meeting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not good as you put it before, this whole scene. It's very unsettling, but it's still pretty funny the way they play it up. Uh, they're having a big debate about who's the fa- the real father, or, or who who gets to keep Maggie and whatnot. Because mm. Homer, he loves Maggie. He still wants to keep her despite, despite the fact that she's an alien. But says, "I know one person who can settle this," and we get the Jerry Springer scene. Okay, we're back. Homer, how did it feel to learn your baby was fathered by a drooling space octopus? It made me angry, Jerry. Angry and tired. Well, you're about to get a whole lot angrier because we have the extramarital, extraterrestrial backstage in a soundproof booth where he can't hear us. I hear all. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Kang. It's funny. It's just very dated now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, anyone who's watching it now, just if they were not of our age, yeah, this you, would you wouldn't get why it's fairly funny. lost on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you can be from our time, I guess if you're from our time, even if you didn't watch Jerry Springer, you knew what it was. Yeah, you were aware of the concept. It was, it was very then. big back yeah. in the day, yeah. I did like Jerry Springer just dying when Kang grabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie's just attacking him and whatnot. Um, and then Maggie. Well, they say they're going to kill all the politicians or whatnot, all, this, all the leaders. Oh, yeah. And then, like, one dude, Mike Starr or something, cops Ke- it. Ke- Ken Starr? Ken Starr, um, yeah. who I looked up to say if there was some sort of running feud. And I don't think there was. So, like, okay. they just singled out one guy. Yeah. Uh, you can tell it was something they threw at the last minute because you didn't see Bart's face. Yeah. It was just a line they threw in. And then Maggie has Kang's voice, and that's the end of it. Pretty weak ending, but, yeah. All in all, this was a fine Entry into the Trials of Horror series, but fine. But none of them are making top ten segments nah. all the time. Like it's just they weren't weak. They just weren't. As, 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 that's the problem, though. When the, what's come before has been so good, that it's yeah. hard to keep up that standard. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it's worth watching. Inventive enough. They don't rehash anything, which is I like. Like they've still they've at least come up with three new ideas and three, you know, genuinely new ideas. What I didn't like though was I feel like they didn't incorporate enough of Springfield into it. I like it when they really incorporate. Other characters, all of it, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Like you only get a small handful of it in the first segment. Like the segment is, yeah, the se- second segment is just nothing. It's just Bart and Lisa yeah. and the family, and yeah. Anyway, what do we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, I learned that the old look the other way technique still works a charm. <laughs> yes, I learned that I wasted many hours of my youth watching Jerry Springer. Many hours were wasted because you watch it now and you go, why? Why did I watch this? Oh, they were fun at the time. They moulded you into the <laughs> scuzz bucket that you are. <laughs> Alrighty. So, we said at the start that 
there isn't really much to talk about in Trials of Fire, but it was somehow gone for over well over an hour already. Mm. Now, you well, need to drink. Big uh, mailbag at the beginning. Ra- yeah, it's true. Rather than a normal mailbag, what we're going to do is you're going to drink some hot sauce from Intergalactic Tacos. Okay. Do you want to do it? Are you sure you want to You can enter the gym after this. Oh, I'm, I'm, it'll be my pre-workout. All righty. Um, so let's go with the relatively mild Before we do, first. let me get my phone. We're going to film this and put it on the Patreon group. Okay. Speaking of, if you want to support the show and get some exclusive content in return, just going to be a give me a one dollar plus page and get some access to some content now on patreon.com slash fourfinger discount. Thank you to everyone who has signed up already. And thank you to everybody who gave us a new review on iTunes this week. Your reviews are much appreciated. Five stars, please helps us boost up the ranking on iTunes. We do read all the reviews, so thank you so much, guys, for your continuing support over the years. We're here at Fourfinger Discount. Just getting my camera going, so Mitch can... Uh... i got to tell you the first thing that concerns me. We were talking about the refrigeration earlier, and you said that it was sent in the mail, so I'm sure yes. it's fine. You want to um, just check that and see if there's a... There's no safety seal on this. This it, is just a... <laughs> it doesn't look like it, does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the final form thing discount ever. So this is Cosmic Coyote. Cosmic Coyote. What are the ingredients again? Uh, assorted, hot pot, assorted hot peppers, white wine vinegar... Water, white sugar, garlic, salt. So this one I feel should be a relatively straightforward yeah. one. It's going down slowly. It's like a sludge. Mm-hmm. So can you handle really hot food? I'm assuming you must be able to if you're drinking this stuff. What's it taste like? <laughs> um, Is that a good koi or a? It's got a bit to it. Um, the eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> because of the sludgy aspect, I've had to suck that right into yeah. the back of my throat. I won't laugh because I couldn't handle a drop of that stuff. What do you think? What's it taste like? It tastes um, good? Hey, I'm trying to... Get my sense of reality back. <laughs> it's a fairly dry chilli. Um, there's not a lot of... The, I think the vinegar is actually what's sort of kicking around in the front of my mouth there. Um, is it burning at all? Is it uncomfortable? Drinking it straight up was a little yeah. bit uncomfortable, but it's not going to stop me from, like, it's not quite giving me sweats or anything like that. I could see that. What would you mix that with? I was going to say, I could see that being really good if you went with some chicken and rice or something like that. Okay. Like, say you had a chicken and brown rice and yep. you wanted to throw a bit in there because chicken and brown rice is boring as fuck, that you throw some of this in. Maybe then with, like, a mayonnaise or something to take the sting off and that yeah, way yeah. you could blend it into your preferred level of spice. But it's got a bit of a kick, yeah? My lips are a little bit numb. Okay. Um, and so is the back of my throat. So, like, that was an instant, but it's not it's not growing any hotter than the original take. So, thumbs up to Intergalactic Tacos for Cosmic... It's it's honestly pretty tasty. What is it? Cosmic, what was it? Cosmic Coyote. Cosmic Coyote. Space Coyote. And now, finally now, tasting the second this one. This next one, Popeye, Poppy, and Son of Scorpio. This one I'm a little bit afraid of. Got Scorpio on the cover there. Yeah. And I was about to pour it on my finger instead of sludging it out. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if you can see, but I've like cut the shit out of my fingers. So How? Uh, gardening. Oh, so it wasn't opening the jar? No, it was gardening <laughs> and a splinter and then I burned it as well. So uh. I'm going to avoid the right index finger and go with the left. So you, you've regretted the, the, the sludge straight from the bottle. <laughs> it wasn't the best technique. Because um, I had to like suck the air out to be able to get it. Yeah. Will it come out? The sludge is coming. Here it is. Here comes two. That's not very manly. Let's get a little bit more than that. Yeah, this is on camera. You got to. You can't lie to the listeners now. All right. They're watching it. Show the camera how much you got. All right. I got a good fingerful. Yep. <laughs> we sniffed it. You look like you're a little bit concerned. You're rereading everything. What's in this? 
I would be too. Always gone in. It's in. It wasn't enough to really hurt you, though, I don't think. So it should be fine. So what do you think? It's actually, that wasn't as bad as the first one. Well, sludge it then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one just sort of slid straight down. A little bit more oil in that, I think. So okay. it helped kind of... Oh, hang on a sec. What? No, it's coming now. <laughs> really? Or are you just putting this on for there? No. <laughs> no, I'm literally... <laughs> oh, it's like the Trojan horse of chilies. <laughs> really? Yeah. So it's here. <laughs> And it's just advancing forward. You know, like those old World War Two newsreels where they show the red? Yeah, yeah. It's making its way to the front of my mouth. <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, well, patrons, you can enjoy watching this later on on the Patreon page or the uh, Facebook group. Mitch in pain. I'm sure there's many listeners out there who would pay to see you in pain. One dollar will get you access to this video of Mitch in pain eating chili from intergalactic tacos. See the tip of my tongue. Right it's just, on the tip, matter. It's just spreading that one. Like that was oh, sneak attack. Drive by. Imagine if you had a sludged it straight down the bottom from this the bottle. Is like okay, so you don't eat spicy food, but this no. is the chili equivalent of um, drinking a lot of vodka mixed with something quickly. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. you're like bang bang bang. Yeah, I feel great. Oh god, I'm drunk. Yeah yeah yeah. This is like knock that back. <laughs> Not even that hot. And then it it it's like your stomach rejects it. Yeah. Your stomach gets it and goes, have that shit back. <laughs> and it starts to flow back up through your throat and mouth. Well, sorry for making you drink that. <laughs> starting to um, starting to get a runny nose. What would you have that with, though? Um, Popeye, Popeye. Honestly, that's almost got like a little bit of a salsa flavor about it. Okay. So, if you were so inclined, just corn chips. Okay. So, a plain corn chip. With some cheese? Uh, you could put some cheese on there, but a plain corn chip with just a little bit of that, like dabbled on there. So for each chip, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so pour that into a bowl and just dip. Yeah. You look uh, like you're struggling a little bit. Some slightly cracked lips that have um <laughs> that have been exposed. You gonna go home and say, Ash, Daniel made me drink this hot chili. Ah, uh, yep. No, it's good. Good stuff. Thank you very much for sending that through. If you're, a, if you like, I, I will say, if you're a chili lover, very tasty sauce, both it, of them. Intergalactic Tacos. Make sure to check them out on Facebook. Couldn't find a website, so apologies, guys, but Facebook page definitely. Intergalactic Tacos. Just type Intergalactic Tacos Simpsons and you will find them for sure. Mitch, next week we're going to be reviewing When You Dish Upon a Star with ah, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Hmm. My mate. Good episode. Ron Howard. You can probably put the camera away now. Oh, I'm, yeah, of course. Becoming yeah. self conscious. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Ron Howard, can you drive? Not well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the hard. The Cox. <laughs> I haven't watched this episode since Arrested Development, so it's going to be hard. Oh, okay. Because so, every time I hear Ron Howard's voice now, it's just like he's narrating what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening, guys. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Um, can you speak? That's the question. Well, I can, but lit- uh, about 70% numb at the moment. Really? Like legitimately 70% numb? Like straight through there, can't feel a thing. Can't feel much there in my Look, tongue. Seriously? Yeah. Is it weird? Um, would you want to eat that again? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. So I've never understood... It's that like lifting weights. Once you've once you've done it, you're like, well, I can do it again. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never understood the concept of wanting to put yourself through pain to eat something. It's not super pain. And the flavor is there. Like, you, you do it for the flavor. And once you've done it a few times, um, it's also like a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Because okay. your body kind of releases endorphins. Mm, so yeah, there's okay. that aspect to it. Cool. I understand that endorphins aren't adrenaline. They're two different things. Yeah. I think I'm hallucinating. <laughs> so 
so that if any final words quickly, full Stop listens. recording. <laughs> Get me to a hospital. Shh.